We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Kits and Wagers. I'm Adam Zadroy, joined by Chris Owen to talk Game Week 29 in the Premier League and bet on Game Week 29 in the Premier League. Chris, we got a nice little week off. We're gonna we were gonna do a future show, but it just didn't work out, and we didn't feel like or you didn't feel like talking about Manchester City and Arsenal for too long there. Uh, so, how was the week? We got a week to refresh. We were just talking about. What happened last uh, two weeks ago? It wasn't pretty, but I hit my Bournemouth corners bet, and I think that's all that matters. So uh, <laughs> your your numbers just don't matter, though. Yeah, Adam, good to be back. Good morning. It's Thursday morning. We're uh, yeah, nice to get the week off. You know, we considering how we did the week prior to the international break, we we were due a little time off. You know, let the engine cool off, and. Now we're back. We got some huge matches this weekend. It's it feels like that was I believe that was the last international break before the end of the season here. So we've got some Champions League games coming up. We've got I think twelve matches left in the for ten to twelve matches left for each Premier League team this season. There's some huge games this weekend, including Manchester City Liverpool. We got a, a good one with Newcastle Man United, Everton Spurs. And, uh, yeah, and then just a few other good ones, too. I mean, is Arsenal going to be able to pull it off? Is Man City going to catch them? We've got, what is it, like nine teams all within a, a few points on the relegation battle. So really shaping up to be a, a pretty special end of the season here. And we're here in game week 29. I'm ready to let it rip and and uh, talk about a few of these matches. First off, don't remind me that there's no more international breaks. Uh, <laughs> so so I'm here. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I was like, I love the weekend off, the weekend <laughs> off, quote unquote. Uh, low blow to the to MLS and NWSL, which we also covered. Yeah, well, I mean, no, we'll be out there. We'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll be paying attention. I'll be paying attention at least casually to the MLS and NWSL, but uh, just not it's, the same. You know, it's just no. it, when you're covering this league and you know the rest of the European leagues, it's just not the same. As we get in this first game, we're going to be talking Manchester City, Liverpool. And as I'm looking at our records here, you can find our records, the records for this entire show throughout the season. Chris is seven and three. I believe it's his best team that he's bet on for Liverpool matches. And he's also five and two on Manchester City, whereas I'm five and five, Liverpool four, four, Manchester City. So it seems like you're going to want to, want to take Chris's bet 
uh, more so than mine as we get into the numbers here. So this is a this is an interesting game, and I just saw before we actually jumped on here that this is Thursday morning. Erling Holland was not seen in training. I I had an Erling Holland uh, bet, and I had to change it this morning because I just didn't want to put a bet out there in case Holland did not start. But we got Manchester City minus one sixty to win. Liverpool plus four twenty five. Draw is plus three twenty. Those odds really haven't moved too much, but we got over two and a half goals, minus 155, over three and a half goals, plus 155, under two and a half goals, plus 125. So how much do you think Holland matters here? I mean, we know what he's done. Uh, They're probably going to put in, you know, Julian Alvarez in his place if Holland is out. What does that change in terms of your thoughts on this match and just, I guess, Manchester City in general here? Yeah, I mean, Erling, City haven't maybe been at their best like that in comparison to the past few seasons um, this season. But Erling Holland has been has just taken the league by storm. I mean, he's got what like twenty is it twenty eight goals in twenty six appearances. He's been as automatic up front as we've seen it, and from a striker in, in, in you know the last few years, even more impressive than some of the Harry Kane campaigns, some of the Mo Salah campaigns. So he's really been added another dimension from an attacking perspective for city. So I, I mean, if he doesn't play, that's a pretty big mess. Julian Alvarez, great player, but he's, he's not like that, you know, goal scorer that, that target man that we've seen Holland be. So that is that if he's out, that's a pretty big, uh, pretty big mess for city and definitely a gain for Liverpool. Uh, we're talking about, you know, the, the best striker in the Premier league this season. And uh, so, yeah, that, that'd be a big miss. I'm honestly this this matchup the last few years has been you know if not the best one of the best and I mean City earlier this year they did get the better of um, Liverpool in December they won three two that was in the League Cup so uh, a little the lineups maybe weren't the you know there's a little bit of, uh, of change from what we see in the uh, Premier League but uh, in, then earlier in the season they played in the in October and Liverpool won that they were at home at Anfield so take that for what it's worth it was one nil. Uh, but looking back at their matchups too here, you know, you, you'd expect just given cities won what four of the past five Premier League titles that, that they would have dominated them. But, you know, looking back, Liverpool have taken points from six of the past eight matches against Manchester City, including a win away that was in the FA Cup last season. At the end of the season, that was three, two. So they've proven that they can take points uh, in three of those eight matches. Uh, they did take points away from uh, at, at the Etihad. So, I'm on, you know, to no one's surprise that's ever listened to this show here. Um, I'm actually, and to my own surprise, given how Liverpool played this season, I'm actually taking Liverpool a double chance this week. I think they can at least come away with a draw. Mohamed Salah loves playing Manchester City. He loves playing in Manchester, I will say that. But, I, you know, you look at the odds here, we're getting decent odds at plus 135. Do, I mean, both teams respectively – really need to get three points out of this. I think it ends up in a draw of myself, but I, yeah, I mean, this could be a, a pretty pivotal weekend for, uh, for a, a three teams here. We've got Arsenal playing Leeds United. So if they get, if they get three points there and city drop points again, you know, that's a, we're having, they, they've real, they could potentially really cement their lead at a top, a top of the table here. So 
I'm on Liverpool uh, double chance plus 135 for the reasons that I, I mentioned. You know, they've taken points in six of the past eight matches. In three of those matches, they were playing away at Manchester City, so they've proven they can do it. And um, I think they're – I mean, they, they had a few players who typically – play for the international teams like Trent Alexander-Arnold. I think Darwin Nunez was kind of uh, sidelined for with a minor injury over the international break. So they're kind of rested, you know? So I, I think that plays into it too. And if there's no early Holland, I I feel slightly more confident in this one, but you think there's any shot for them or. I think there's a shot based off your theory of, you know, only looking at matchups between these two teams. If you looked at form, for the last few months. Yeah. If you took that into account, you probably wouldn't take this bet. I mean, Liverpool right. haven't scored in their last three away matches. That includes a loss at Bournemouth. Uh, they couldn't score against Crystal Palace. They have that loss against Wolves. They have a lot of away losses. They haven't been good yes. away from been home really this important. season. And you throw that in there, you throw in, we. I mean, we did just have the international break, but I mean, it can't be denied that Manchester City scored seven goals against Leipzig and then six against Burnley in their last two matches. So that is pretty interesting. Before that, their last home match, they they beat Newcastle two nil. So you throw all that together, and it, it doesn't it doesn't seem like Liverpool is gonna gonna stand a shot here, but. As you said, it, it maybe we could call this Manchester City's bogey team, but granted, like Liverpool are obviously a good team. So these teams have been two of the top teams in the league for however many years. So you could look at that. Um, I do have my doubts just about how Liverpool have performed away from home this season. That is definitely worrying, and we'll see how their midfield looks. I believe Thiago is still out, and so we'll see about the other injuries here. Um, as you said, Nunez, he, I believe they posted a video today of him actually showing up in training. So I think he's going to be fine. They're going to be mostly fine. But again, what does that midfield actually look like? We'll see uh, because we'll see if uh, Henderson's back. He missed that game against Real Madrid right before the break. So we'll see what that midfield looks like. I was initially at Manchester City to win and Holland to score, and you were getting close to even odds there, but I didn't want to risk the uh, no Holland playing. So I'm just going to go, you know, corners and bets. Just uh, just do what I always do. Uh, Manchester City, minus one corner in the first half. That's minus 120. Add in Liverpool, how they've looked away from home this season. They aren't getting as many corners as they've had in previous seasons. And now they're going against Manchester City. So I think this could be – you know, Manchester City get three, four corners in the first half, and then it's, you know, one or two or something for Liverpool. So I'll take that first half there. Uh, before we get going here, uh, my record is 50 and 25. This is for the podcast fans here who only, you know, don't li- watch our graphics. I'm 50 and 25. Chris is 38 and 33 and one. I'm up 2798. Chris is up 623. Uh, but as I said, again, Chris has been better betting uh, Liverpool and Manchester City this season. Yeah, the <laughs> I, I did take a peek at the anytime goal uh, goal scoring odds for Holland. I was like, uh, but not not enough to take it as a confident bet here. Uh, I did notice that I think anytime goal scoring odds we've got Mo Salah at plus two seventy five. I thought that was I was expecting that to be closer to like maybe plus two twenty five. Um, he's 
proven that. I mean, he's I, I didn't look it up before, but I know Salas continues to score against uh, Manchester City in you know in a lot of their previous matchups. And uh, plus two seventy five just seems like high odds for a player like that. But I mean, I, from an injury perspective, yes, really curious about Holland. If is he going to play? But yeah, Nunez. If he trained this morning, I imagine he'll be uh, he'll be good to go. Although I don't think he'll last ninety minutes. He's kind of been coming off around the seventy five minute mark. And then um, Luis Diaz has kind of been back in training. I think at least he's been he's, ramping up what for the better part of like six weeks. It feels like so. Yeah, he should be uh, available. Yeah, there were some reports that, you know, he might be uh, an option off the bench, which could be interesting. He adds another dimension to that attack. Um, that's been all too missing this season. So if he you know, if he's on the, the bench, I'm interested. I'm, you know, that gives him a little boost. But also, I want to note, if James Milner is in the starting 11 for this game, I am honestly, I'm off the double chance. So I, I just uh, moved Jordan <laughs> Henderson back in. I, I saw was, that, too. I saw that on the expected lineups, and I was like, wait. Come on, we got James Milner in the. Yeah, he uh, started against Real Madrid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, if he's in the starting eleven, like, you know, I'm way off this bet. But uh, you know, the teams were on an international break. Uh, Maybe my Liverpool lineup was also on an international break. We'll we'll never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you deserved a little, a little time there, so we'll we'll give that give that away. But um, yeah, interested. Uh, This was a really early, early game for me, at least. So. a little bit. The four the four thirty wake up might be tough. But uh yeah. Yeah, really excited for this game and uh pivotal pivotal game in both the title scrap and a spot for the uh fourth place for the Champions League here too. So it should be should be a fun game at the very least. Yeah, Liverpool still uh same amount of points as Brighton and Brentford, who actually play each other this weekend. One thing I found interesting, you're talking about Salah plus two seventy five odds. You always get like weird odds like this at wherever you look. I mean, this is at DraftKings. Gakpo is plus two sixty, and Firmino is plus two sixty. Nunez is also plus two sixty. It yeah. just doesn't make sense that Salah, who takes PKs, is plus two seventy five, and just as likely to score from open play as those guys. So you can find little like I don't know incorrect numbers on, on goal scoring odds like this throughout pretty much any match, really. Uh, so just something to keep in mind just because it doesn't really make any sense. Uh, maybe it does make sense. Maybe they know more than us, but most of the times it doesn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, he scored, he scored the lone goal a lot or, um, in their matchup in October too. And I got to got to double check here, but pretty sure he scored last season against city as well too. So for him to have worse odds than Roberto Firmino, who's probably not going to make the starting <laughs> 11 is kind of a silly move, but right. Always when, the PK takers always have a little extra something better in the odds because PKs, I mean, that goes into, that goes into the odds. Uh, But for this, for some reason, not, not showing up on this one. Next game we're talking about. So we're talking about, we got the Sunday early or the Saturday early match. We got the Sunday game, Newcastle, Manchester United, and then we got a Monday match. So we got to, we're talking all three days of matches and then game week 29 actually goes, there's six more matches on Tuesday and Wednesday, so it's a pretty, pretty big week for Premier League, and uh, with no Champions League, that's kind of what the uh, Premier League decided to do there, coming out of the international break, which is which is always fun. But we got Newcastle at home plus one forty to win. Yes, Newcastle are favored against Manchester United. I feel like it took took uh, it was only a couple months ago that the odds started actually changing in 
into Newcastle's favor, which which is interesting because they haven't really been playing that great in the last couple months. But Manchester United plus one ninety five to win, plus two forty on the draw. You can see in the odds here, Manchester United was this eighteen days ago. They're plus one sixty five to win. Now they're plus one ninety five to win. I wonder if that's somewhat related to Rashford's injury. Somewhat related to Casemiro suspension, but you got over two and a half goals, minus 115, under two and a half goals, minus 115. So what do we, what do we got here? We'll probably see Sabitzer and Fred in the midfield, though. McTominay, who just scored a brace, uh, I think it was against Spain a couple of days ago. Uh, what do you think is going to happen in this matchup? We also have Miguel Almiron is out for probably the rest of the season for Newcastle. Yeah, bummer about Elmeron because he's been there. I think he's their leading scorer, if I'm correct, for Newcastle this season. Uh, yeah, C- Casemiro being out, he's out, what, another three matches, right? Or f- is it yeah. four? Uh, it, it, initially a four-match suspension. Okay. So depending on the non-league stuff, I'm, I can't remember right now. but Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, no Elmeron is a big miss for them. He's been arguably their best player. Uh City are dealing with their own injuries. You mentioned Rashford. You mentioned uh, Casemiro. Varane is dealing with a bit of a knock. I'm if no Rashford here definitely gives me uh, a little bit of pause. If uh, in ter- I mean they're heading to Newcastle too, where Newcastle's been especially good. So yeah, I'm I'm personally I looked at uh, I was like oh man Newcastle's plus one forty uh, at home playing against Manchester United has been really good. It's like oh the money line is kind of intriguing, but then you look at the at the past few matches uh i mean it's been pretty much new you know it's pretty much been Manchester united all i believe they've won the past eight either one or draw in the past eight matches so newcastle haven't been able to take points of course the previous matchup was that two nil win for man united in the league cup so i'm on a. I looked at a few different things one being a newcastle money line didn't have the um the gall to take it, but I, I will go under two and a half at minus 115. This is really, really dependent on Marcus Rashford. You know, if is he in, is he out? If he's in, I'm a little less confident in this one. If he's out, I feel pretty good about taking the under. Newcastle been one of the better teams at home. They, they've been the best team at home in terms of um, goals against. So uh, I like I like this odds, this bet. Newcastle is going to probably play pretty defensive. Uh, no Rashford would be a boost to this bet. So I just, you know, we haven't, has Vegor scored yet for United? Otherwise, we're going to ask, He's, like, Anthony. He scored against someone. I don't know who it was. Might have been non-league play. But yeah, I don't think he's got a Premier League goal yet. So, you know, they, they're seriously missing some offensive firepower without Rashford. We really would rely on uh, on Bruno Fernandez and um, – Anthony and, and the likes of like Jaden Sancho to score. And I just don't feel super confident in that against a, a backline like Newcastle who's been one of the best this season. So I'm on the under a little bit scared here, but uh, yeah, the, the previous three matchups have been two nil 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 back in October. And then the matchup before that was in the previous season and that was one, one. So I'm on the under. The other worry for this match is, as I said, Newcastle kind of haven't been, playing as good as they were earlier in the season they had this rut they had this stretch of just not allowing goals they were playing super defensive and then they also weren't scoring themselves but now it's kind of changed a little bit they had, they don't have a clean sheet in their last six matches which i think is kind of worrisome uh for this game especially if rashford starts uh, just 
hasn't really been working for him. Granted, some of that is we've had Jolinton is coming back from a suspension. I think he was out the last two matches. Bruno Grimarish has been suspended, so that's injured here and there. So they've had key midfield pieces that have been out. Uh, Jacob Murphy started for El Maron on the right wing last match. We'll see who, who it is again. Again, Jolinton's back in their squad, so uh, that'll at least give them another piece there. So I think – from an overall perspective, I think your bet makes sense uh, because just of how these teams want to play. Uh, I I am just worried a little bit about Newcastle's recent defensive form, but maybe it'll be maybe it'll be a little better coming out of the break. I know they're they're one of the teams that go down to uh, uh, Dubai or, or wherever they go over the international <laughs> break and get a you know a few days in the in the warmth. So maybe that will. Uh, That'll help their muscles, muscles. Uh, I don't know, refresh a little bit, and uh, maybe they'll be ready to go. Um, I'm back to the single game parlay for my bet. I had, I didn't like anything by itself. Um, I look back, it was three weeks ago, maybe four weeks ago, the League's Cup, the League Cup final between these teams, and I took Newcastle over four and a half corners, which is about even odds. Now we're at Newcastle over five and a half corners, which I think last I saw was like minus 130 or something. So I wasn't going to take that by itself. So I, I tinkered a little bit, made a single game parlay, banking on Newcastle double chance, throwing that together with Newcastle over four and a half corners, and you get plus 120 odds. So you could you could just take corners by itself if you want, if you don't believe in Newcastle. But I'm, I'm choosing to believe in Newcastle. They're at home. A uh, pretty big spot coming out of the break and just hoping that they'll find a way to get at least one goal. Isak has been playing pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. He's, I mean, this is probably his most, the most fit he's been since joining Newcastle, uh, just ter- in terms of health. So that's a boost for them. I believe Calum Wilson also regained some fitness over the break uh, because he wasn't really training that much uh, beforehand. So they have enough pieces to score. Then you throw in some quest- injury questions for Manchester United. No, no Casemiro as well. So let's let's ride the Newcastle double chance over four and a half corners and plus one twenty. So uh, another bet where I think you know both of us uh, can come away with a win. But what do we think? I, I don't know one one. What do you think a, a re- good yeah, result here is between these teams? I'm on a one one, or like I mentioned, I was kind of intrigued by Newcastle money line, but I looked at the historical data that didn't really support it. But yeah, I, I think Newcastle takes points here. Um, really, really hinges on that Marcus Rashford injury. So yeah, that's, I'd say that's my summary of where I'm at. Yeah, unfortunately, we're doing these on Thursday, so we don't know the status of Rashford. We don't know the status of Holland. So uh, it is what it is. We've we've been doing this all season, and it, you know it's working for the most part. So I think we'll be fine. Yeah, One day we had these caveats. <laughs> yeah. And be like, well, if it's wrong, then this is why it's wrong. Uh, don't blame us. <laughs> <laughs> Monday night football. We got Everton home against Tottenham. We have Tottenham, who have no longer have Conte as their manager. They have uh, Stellini, uh, who is a former assistant. He was basically managing the team while Conte had his was it appendicitis or he's sick, something to do with do with his health so he was already managing them for a little bit here but now he's he's the uh, interim manager for Tottenham I'm not sure if that changes anything in terms of formation but 
we'll get into it. We got Everton plus 235 to win, Tottenham plus 120 to win. And again, the odds haven't changed too much, but we got the draw at plus 235. Over two and a half half goals is plus 105. Under two and a half goals, minus 135. Speaking of injuries, I think the big part for Tottenham is, in addition to to no more Conte, uh, I don't think we're going to get Yoris back, but we'll see. But So Ben Davies has been playing on the left wing. He's out. Perisic picked up a a little injury uh, with Croatia a few days ago. He might be out. We know Emerson's out. So we don't exactly know who's going to be playing on the wings for him. We'll We'll get Pedro Porro. Uh, we'll get that on the right. We'll get him on the right side. We did. We don't know who's going to be on the left side if Perisic is out. So I think that's that's pretty interesting. We'll see if if you know a formation change happens because Conte's no longer there. I guess that is a possibility. But uh, injuries, I think, play a pretty decent part here for Tottenham coming out of the break. Um, what do you think about what do you think about this matchup here? You think Everton have a chance to to knock them off? I think we got to go back to, we got to, you know, rewind here. You mentioned Conte being um, yes. no longer a Tottenham manager. Also this week, I don't know if you saw, but the the managing director at Tottenham, Fabio mm. Caratici, he had that uh, 18th month ban in, in Italy for some financial irregularities at Juventus. Well, that it was just announced. I think FIFA just announced that he's not, they've, they've now taken that ban to him. It's under review, I think, but he was given a 30-month ban from Italian football in January, and now FIFA is extending that ban. So I'm, you know, a little bit of, like, Daniel Levy here, you know, <laughs> big question marks. I was talking to some of my my Tottenham-supporting buddies, and they're kind of in disarray. They're like, well, all right, we got no manager. Our, our managing director is under some pretty massive scrutiny from FIFA. Uh, so tough week at, at the old uh, White Hart Lane at, at Tottenham. Um, so I'm, I don't, does that affect the players at all? Do the, do the players care? I don't, I don't really know, but, uh, just from a, a foundational standpoint, it makes you kind of wonder Everton on the other side need some points. Uh, I think that goes without saying Tottenham could use the points too in their, in their scrap for, um, getting into the champions league, but yeah, no cat, no Calvert Lewin again here for Everton. They haven't been able to score. That's probably their biggest issue. They, they've been okay defensively. Tottenham scoring a little bit. They're scoring a little, they got, a little bit, but generally two against I, Chelsea. Two against Chelsea. I mean, before that, they won one zero against Brentford. Two, two, they two two against Nottingham Forest, but it was four nil zero two two nil against uh, Aston Villa. Those Prior games don't matter. Five goals, yeah. three matches. There you go. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Good point, but. I'm a little concerned, but uh, they are playing at home. I think Tottenham um, overall are – we don't know what to expect, but they have been pretty good. It was uh, against one of the Stellini. I think they've won, like, what, four under his stewardship? Something like that. But So they've been pretty good under, underneath him. there. Yeah, but I think uh, – you. I mean, you say they scored five goals in three games here, which is true, but overall Everton are – they haven't been that good from a, a – attacking perspective so i'm on no on both teams to score here i think uh everton gonna park the bus they're playing at home i don't know i think you know somebody it could be very well be a zero zero game here and i i just don't feel confident in either team scoring so no on both teams to score minus 105 do you if think there was a Ever- team go ahead yeah uh, do you think everton i assume you think both teams are in play for like a one nil two nil win right 
Yeah, that's where okay. that's where I'm at. I'm also in play for the the zero zero. I did not did not look up a one to two goal hand here, but I if it was plus odds, I would be interested in that too. You used to have a bad taste in your mouth the last time you did that in an Everton match. Yeah, I, I think you you did that for the Everton Chelsea game. I believe it was one to two goals scored, and that was the two two result. If I'm not yeah, mistaken, I think so too. So, um, you know, I'm off that goal. I I was on the goal bands for about three weeks in a row there. I loved it, and it was doing well. And then I got absolutely smashed by that uh, in the, the weeks. And I, you know what? I got smashed in our previous podcast on the both teams to score bets. But uh, <laughs> I think I had a Wolves leads bet that was no on both teams to score that ended up four two. So take that for what it's worth. But I, I still like the like one nil zero zero two nil bet here in this game. Yeah, there were some wild results right before the break where there's a bunch of goals that kind of came out of nowhere. Um, as yeah. for knowing both teams to score, yeah, I can see that happening. I mean, with pretty much with any Sean Dyche match, you can kind of see that happening. And then and then Tottenham, you look at some of their away results, and, I mean, what they recently lost, you know, 1-0 against Wolverhampton where, you know, they kind of dominated that match. could be a repeat where, you know, Tottenham dominate – get the most chances and then allow a late goal kind of thing. But yeah. my bet I'm going Everton most corners in the first half. I don't think they're going to fully park the bus because it get Tottenham just aren't a team that like to possess the ball a ton just with, with the way they play. I don't know if that's going to be different under, under Stellini here uh, because that was kind of the, the Conte method of the three, four, two, one, you know, work off the counter attack kind of thing. We'll see if they're a little different, but how much, training time well I don't want to say how much training time they've had under him because I mean he's been there he was the assistant manager so it's not like they don't know him so I guess maybe too many things won't change outside of Conte not coming in his post-game press conference and complaining about the Tottenham as a club and about how they always are mediocre kind of a thing all-time rant uh, you got to give Conte his credit on his way out. He absolutely burned the place to the ground as he as he left. I think <laughs> the most hilarious. the most surprising thing about that was he kept his job for another week and he wasn't fired or they he wasn't let go until a week after he made those comments during the international yeah. break. It kind of it's kind of surprising. It was like, well, we're gonna wait these you know five six days and then we'll we'll let him go in the following weekend, even though we're not doing anything for you know. The first it was part so, of the international break. So Spursy it hurt. Like it was it was just like, all right, we let this guy just come, you know, he, he did okay at Tottenham, but then just like absolutely trash the club. Like <laughs> imagine you you saying your employer has like no pedigree that <laughs> that like this place sucks, you know, you you've been bad, you're never you're never gonna be good, you're not you're not top quality, like and then you're like, to, all right, I got my job for the next yeah, yeah to, to the world to the whole world, yeah. And then, and then you're like, all right, I'm, I'm going to keep my job for the next week and, and see how this plays out. Like, <laughs> that was incredible. What the heck? And then he's, and then he's on Ryan Air, uh, flying back and forth to, yeah. to Italy. Yeah. Uh, my bet, though, what, what do we got? We got Everton, most corners in the first half. That's plus 140. Uh, uh, you know, I, I, I was looking at the, uh, the spread on this. The first half spread was plus 2.5. And I, I just didn't want to take it uh, because the plus 0.25, it's like if they have the same amount of corners, then you get half your money back and whatever. It's it's just uh, – I don't think it was worth it. 
I think I'm just going, hoping that Everton can can come out. Uh, hope uh, Gray, McNeil, Iwobi, hope those guys get going. On the wings, we'll see who's on the wing. On the left wing for Tottenham, we'll see if that has an effect for them. Maybe we'll get an injured Perisic playing, already a, already a player who, who kind of lacks defense there for him. So uh, Everton most corners first half, plus 140 odds. Tottenham aren't one of the possession-heavy, corner-heavy teams. So uh, I kind of like this one a little bit. Yeah. I was, I was looking at the table, too, and Everton have, are tied for bottom of the table in terms of goals scored at home. They have 12 goals and 14 matches. On the other side of it, though, we've got Tottenham, a Tottenham side who have given up 24 goals away from home. and So they're playing at Goodison Park. 24 goals, I think about sixth in terms of the most amount of goals. Um, conceded so two things at play I do like the Everton most corners in the first half I, I feel like that's you know this is corners and wagers for Adams to Drake so I right on par with what you've been doing yeah if you look at a lot of their recent home results under Deitch it's uh, a lot of times they get they get those corners in the first half maybe a goal or something and then the other team is, is pressing pressing more in the second half to get an equalizer or goal or some kind of thing so we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The team parlay is, uh, yeah, I'll say struggling. The team parlay is struggling a little bit. It's 8 and 17, but guess what? We're still up $365. So hopefully you didn't skip any of the weeks that we actually won. Uh, as I mentioned, the Bournemouth corner play I uh, had against Aston Villa. That hit last week. Uh, maybe my maybe the best bet I've had all season, betting on Bournemouth corners. If you want more of that, I actually just wrote up a paragraph uh, of more more born with corner bets. So check out my article. That'll be up on RotoWire. Um, I'm getting greedy here with born with corners, but uh, Marcus Tavernier is back. Ahmed Tremore is back. So uh, I like them against a uh, suspended Fulham team. Mitrovic, Willian are suspended after, after some of their antics they had uh, against Manchester United just before the break. But T Parlay, Chris, you, you need to get back here. We're both, 13 11 i'm 13 11 and one so what's your play yeah i'm gonna keep it relatively simple i think you know i mentioned this in the man city and liverpool matchup but huge weekend for both city and for arsenal arsenal are playing um at home against leeds united they are heavy favorites they're a minus 340 money line 
Um, I think that they're just probably going to be able to – I think they dominate here. They are unbeaten. They, what, they're unbeaten in their last seven. They've won six of those games. Uh, they last – I think the last time that Leeds took points, they're, for, they're looking for their first league win against Arsenal since 2003. So it's been a long, long time. Arsenal in a really good uh, vein of form. This could be pivotal. City drop points, Arsenal win. Uh, further cements them at the top of the table. So I'm taking Arsenal to. Um, I'm sorry, there. I have the minus one of uh, minus one and a half goals. So they got to win by two goals, and that is, gets you minus one thirty odds. I would have liked to see those odds be a little bit better uh, for you know picking a team to win by two goals. But they're at home. They've been excellent. I like them, and that's kind of the end of the story here. Everyone's on this bet. That's why. That's why you don't get good odds. Yeah, pretty much. Um. Yeah, with Leeds, I mean, you can see in the odds here, again, March 12th, minus 290. Now it's minus 340 for Arsenal. We may not get Saliba back. I didn't see that he was actually training uh, before jumping on this show, but we have uh, Max Verber is out, who has started, uh, I don't know, last five or so matches at center back for Leeds. So could get Liam Cooper back in there. Uh Wilfred Ignantu is also out. Both those guys picked up injuries over the break. So you got a couple guys who have seen some starts, plus Tyler Adams being out. So you have all those guys out. Um, I almost think that you kind of throw away the, the 4-2 win at Wolverhampton for Leeds. And, I mean, they do they do have that 2-2 result against Brighton as well, but that was home. But uh, I like this bet. I think Arsenal are going to control it. I don't think it matters too much if Rob Holding starts over Saliba again. Um, you know, they just took down Crystal Palace with kind of the same lineup. Gabriel Jesus is also getting closer to, to health as well. He could get a start. So I, I like this one. Um Conveniently, this this team parlay is is for the early slate on Saturday, so you can do these games, you can do these bets at the same time. I'm taking Brighton. This is a little different than I than I usually do. I tried to, uh, I'm trying to uh, write a game script here. So we got Brighton minus one and a half corners in the second half against Brentford. That's minus one ten. You put that together with Arsenal minus one and a half, minus one thirty. That's plus 237 odds. So my reasoning with this is I think Brentford, they've been playing well since international break. And I think they're going to put up a pretty good fight in the first half. But if we have an even match, if it's if if Brighton, if Brighton aren't winning in the second half, I think they're going to kind of pour it on, control the possession, rack up corners in the second half. That's why I'm going Brighton minus one half corners in the second half. I, I don't usually do this and – I may find out, you know, after this match why I don't do this. But, mm. you know, when Brighton go up 2-0 in the first half and then don't have any corners in the second half, then I'll then I'll kind of, you know, be kicking myself for making this bet. But, you know, I believe in Brentford to, to keep this close for at least 45 minutes for at least one half and then ride in Brent, Brighton corners in the first half. So are we getting, are we getting this back here? Eight and 17 doesn't look good, but we're at least up money. So I guess that's the only thing we can say here. Eight and 17 overall, but 13 and 11, we're both 13 and 11. You're 13, 11 and one. So, I mean, our individual bets are, uh, have a winning record here, but yeah, we've had, it's a, not a in sync here. We've had a tough time putting them together. So that's, it's not that we haven't picked good bets that, you know, maybe we haven't picked the right bets the right week. So 
Yeah, we'll see. I would love to love to get us back in the win column here. That would be huge. And you know, plus two thirty seven odds. You take a bit of a gamble, you know, just given the odds and given the it's parlay. So that's the name of the game here. You you try to put together high good odds and and uh, win big here. So let's see what happens. Yeah, I'll throw this one together in case you're not in our DraftKings betting group. Join that up. Uh, message me on Twitter. We'll get you in there as long as you you bet on DraftKings. I'll be I'll throw this bet in here. Uh, this weekend, along with all my other random bets. But you got any other thoughts here for game week 29? As you can see on our cheat sheet, Arsenal are the biggest favorite by a wide margin. Maybe not surprisingly, not surprisingly, Manchester City home against Liverpool are the second biggest favorite. What? Any other thoughts for some of these matches? We got West Ham, Southampton, relegation battle. Yeah. Crystal Palace some- with Roy Hodgson uh, home against Leicester City. Yeah, there's some really good games this weekend. You know, we've we talked about four of them basically, five of them, uh, with the Brentford Brighton game. But yeah, you've got the West Ham Southampton, which is seems like a pretty pivotal match. You've got what is it? Nine teams. There's nine teams that are all within four points here. So each, you know, we're 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 kind of waiting on each to see who ends up in the relegation zone here. But uh, each team has got to feel a fair bit of pressure. Yeah, we're at a nice stretch where like, we're at least for this this week. I mean, every match kind of matters. Yeah. Um, whether playing for top four, top two, relegation. I mean, uh, just looking at these, just because we have so many teams battling near the relegation zone, it's like all these matches kind of matter. And then you still have the, the top four is in play for, for all these teams as well. So, yeah. And th- even, you know, we got this weekend huge games, and then we've got four games on Tuesday and two games on Wednesday. So it's like, you know, hopefully none of these teams are like, oh, well, I got a big match on the midweek because can't look past this week. Yeah, as I mean, you I, we kind of mentioned earlier, but just looking at the table in terms of top four, Tottenham have played 28 matches, and while they're seven points ahead of Liverpool and Brighton, they've played two matches more than Liverpool and three matches more than Brighton. So... You know, Tottenham are by no means, you know, guaranteed for this top four spot. Um, let me yeah, see if I'd I can say Newcastle, quickly... Newcastle has the, of those four teams you mentioned, and Newcastle is probably in pretty good position here. They, <clears throat> they're two two points back at Tottenham for fourth place and have two games in hand. So big one against Man United this weekend. Yeah, I wonder. So Newcastle top four odds are about even odds, plus 110 to get top four. Wait, did I just say Newcastle? Those are Newcastle's odds? Yeah, those yep. are Newcastle odds. Then Liverpool are sitting around plus 200, depends where you look. Tottenham are also, kind of depends where you look, but plus 185, plus 230. Brighton are, are also in the conversation. You can get them plus 500 at a sports book. So, so I mean, pretty, pretty interesting. All these teams are pretty close, and I think we'll get a better idea. Uh, after what happens in, in this weekend as well. But, Chris, you got anything else for us, Game Week 29? Uh, nothing else. Enjoy the week. Uh, big matches, and we'll probably be back sometime, whether it's early next week or later in the week for the following weekend's matches. Yeah, we'll probably have a different time next week in case you're always watching our Thursday morning shows. Chris will be, uh, I don't know, he'll be he'll be celebrating sporting Kansas City. We'll, we'll have to get huh. him uh, – well, maybe he'll be uh, – no, I guess he'll be there Sunday, so you'll miss the Saturday match. You'll get the aftermath <laughs> of Sporting Kansas City. But 
Chris, you can find him at chron8 on Twitter. I am at rotozadroik. And if you want our stats at Rotowire, rotowire.com slash soccer trial, you get a free 48-hour trial to check out all of the good stuff that we have on the site. Chris, thanks for joining me. Hopefully we can get back on track with our bets. I think uh, I think for the most part, I like a lot of our bets, and I think uh, I think we're, we'll be we'll be looking good after game week twenty nine. At least that's the hope here. Hopefully, we'll catch you later, Adam. Thanks. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that seventy five percent of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.